Today's show was broadcast live from Auction Napa Valley's Friday Barrel Auction. My co-host was Larry Sharp, the general manager of my home base station, KVON 1440 AM here in Napa Valley. And we really focused on the good, the benefits, the positive impact that Auction Napa Valley has on our Napa Valley community. I hope you enjoy it. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of Finkel fun. We're at the Barrel Auction at Raymond Vineyards, and uh, my name is Larry Sharp, and I'm joined by Judd Finkelstein. Judd, good Hey, afternoon. Larry. Yeah, this is great. Thanks for having me along. We are. We're at Raymond Vineyards up here just north of Rutherford, between Rutherford and St. Helena, celebrating the kickoff of Auction Napa Valley 2013. This is the big event they're having up here with dozens and dozens of Napa Valley's finest restaurants. Uh, I don't know how many wineries out there. There's, I heard over 100. There's well over, well over 100 different wineries. Uh, folks are getting a chance to walk around, sample wines, eat some food, and then have the chance to sip wines from barrel, put in a bid, and, uh, you know, the 10 highest bidders each get a case of wine from that special barrel. Is that right? Yeah, it's a really cool thing, only in Napa Valley. And, of course, it, I hope it goes without saying, but if you don't know, all the money raised during Auction Napa Valley from today, tomorrow's big live auction, the e-auction, which I'll mention in a moment, all the money raised, the millions and millions, will stay right here in our community, helping make this a, a stronger, more vibrant, healthy community in the areas of children's education, community health care, so on and so on. It's, it's a great event. It is a fabulous event. We have someone from the auction, or that's part of the, the putting all this together. Kate Conniff is here. Kate, how are you? I'm great. We're so excited after 18 months of planning for Auction Napa Valley 2013. It's finally happening, and we have around 2,000 people on site at Raymond Vineyards. It's filled, uh, we sold out in record time this year, so uh, hopefully if you're not here, you can participate by getting on to auctionnapavalley.org. We have an e-auction going on. You can get a ticket by an Audi Spider for thousand dollars only 500 tickets left on that so one thousand dollars gets you one raffle ticket but there's only 500 raffle tickets available is that correct that's very good odds one in 500 and then okay so where's the where'd the car come from did audi but oh actually i think i remember actually two of our vintners bought the car outright and then donated it to the auction i believe that's the case what was that? I, what was very Jones? generous offer and Chuck McMinn. Yeah. And I think it just goes to illustrate how the generosity of the Vintners, the Vintner community in general, there's it's an extraordinary group of people who can put something, an event like this together. And as Judd was saying, all of the funds raised from Auction Napa Valley stay in Napa County towards community health, towards youth education, and really towards quality of life for everyone who lives in Napa County. It's really remarkable that the community can come together to put to put together such a huge and now world-renowned event. I found through the years working with it that certainly those in the wine industry understand what Auction Napa Valley is all about. They get that it's a big community fundraiser. There are those who live in our community who don't understand the positive impact it makes in the grand scale. And kind of grumble a little bit because when it's auction weekend as it is right now, Sure, there's more traffic on the road, there's more cars, there are these, you know, honestly very lavish, exclusive parties that most people do not get to go to, um, you know, including myself, I don't go to most of the parties, but I get to come here today, which is nice, but I really try to spread the word that, you know, don't let it get to you. If you're stuck in a little traffic, just think of the positive 
the positive impact that these extra cars are making by bringing people who are coming to Napa Valley, willing to participate, ready to have a good time, and ready, you know, importantly, to drop some big bucks that stay right here to improve our community. And have a lot of fun in the, in, at the same time. Well, absolutely, yeah. And I hope that today during the show we're going to have some folks coming in. We'll really focus on the positive aspects uh, to our community. We'll have some of the beneficiaries, I am hope. And this is a live show and there's a big party going on outside. We're kind of in this uh, a quieter, cool room, which is nice because it's, it's warm. But we can't at the moment see, so we have some folks out there wrangling some right. some of our guests. But uh, where was I going with this? Um, but we want to we want to focus on on what good Auction Napa Valley does and really spread that message. And that's what we'll be doing today. And I think we should mention that, that everybody can get involved. I mean, even if you're not here, you can go to the website, uh, which is auctionnapavalley.org, and there's the Fund a Need uh, campaign. Can someone talk about that? Yeah, sure. There's Fund a Need. Well, let's, let's just start with the auction itself, the items that you can see. There are over 170 amazing auction lots available right now to bid on at auctionnapavalley.org. So if you're listening to this broadcast of uh, streaming, maybe on your computer or you're near your computer, log on, auctionnapavalley.org. Get out your credit card, scroll through there, no matter where you are in the world. If you've got a computer and a credit card, you can get in on some fantastic wine, of course. There are trips, there are parties, experiences that you just cannot get anywhere else. Uh, you can start bidding on those. Now, if some of the lots... It's probably safe to say they're a little bit more affordable, whatever that means, than what's going to happen tomorrow at the live auction where things just get nuts. <laughs> um, you know, it's a little more accessible. But even if some of those are out of your reach, there is the fund and need lot that you mentioned, and that is where any amount. You can, you can donate $1. You can donate $10. You could donate $25,000, as actually somebody did on uh, Tuesday, I believe. Yeah. You don't get anything tangible for that donation. I'm sure you get a little bit of a tax write-off, but you at least get the satisfaction of knowing that you are donating to something that is really, again, improving our community. Right. The dollars stay right here in the Napa. 100%. Yep. yep. That's fabulous. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the beneficiaries? Are there the particular... Uh, do you? Who, who can talk about that? You know, I'll introduce uh, Holly Finkelstein here. This happens to be my wife, and she is on the grant review committee for the Napa Valley Vintners, and it's part of her job to take the money that's raised every year and basically dole it out. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And the beneficiaries is really the heart and soul of what Auction Napa Valley is all about. As we've talked about, there are fabulous auction lots and wonderful parties going on throughout the week in the Valley, but it really is all about who benefits, and that's the community of Napa Valley. So I am honored to be a member of the Grant Review Committee. The Napa Valley Vintners is, has a grant-making arm, and, and um, as Judd said, what we do after the totals are in, after the auction, is we have a pool of money that is then granted to our beneficiary agencies. And so who are those folks? Where, where does the money go? So the focus is on children's education and health. And all of the money, 100% of the funds that are raised through the auction stay in the Napa community. So we all truly do benefit. And 
some of the funds go to both of the hospitals, both St. Helena Hospital and Queen of the Valley Hospital. Those have been long-term beneficiaries, I think, since the beginning of the auction. Clinical lay as well, correct? Correct. And Which always makes me think that if you're going to get sick anywhere, Napa Valley is a great place to come get sick <laughs> because, you know, all the hospitals, the clinics are going to have the state-of-the-art equipment due in part to this auction funding. Absolutely. And we hear that often that for a county of its size, Napa Valley really truly has a world-class health care. And that is in very large part due to the generosity of the Napa Valley vintners and you mentioned in the auction. children's education as well. That's correct. So some of the funds also benefit the Boys and Girls Clubs of Napa Valley and St. Helena, all of the family centers throughout the valley. So that includes American Canyon, Cope Family Center, Puertas Abiertas. And what are these? So those are family centers, which in essence are places where people can go and they're resource centers. So people can get assistance with financial and Anything that they need, the family centers serve as a resource and often refer clients to agencies where people can get direct services. So St. Helena Family Center, Calistoga Family Center, Aldea, which is dedicated to helping those um, who need help in the area of mental health issues. So there are 25 beneficiaries, and we really like to consider them partners. So they're, they're actually here, are many of them, aren't they? That's okay. correct. So there are over, a th- I think, over a 1,000 volunteers, or not that many, but... It's around 500. 500 volunteers, yeah. and many of the executive directors from the community partner agencies are volunteering today and tomorrow. So, Fabulous. Thanks, Holly, for a little rundown of where the, the money goes that's raised here at Auction Napa Valley. Thank you. You know, it's not just all parties, although I think we just had a party almost <laughs> spill into our room here. I don't know if the microphones picked that up, but it's kind of nice since we're in this I'm not complaining. It's very cool in here, but we're a little bit separated from the main event outside where, again, there are almost 50 restaurants out there serving up food and uh, food purveyors. Well over 100 wineries. Your winery is. At Judd's Hill, absolutely, pouring a little cool Sauvignon Blanc out Mm. there. And two stages with bluegrass music. The theme this year is the, is it the Great American Classic, Bruce? Is that? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. this is Bruce Cakebread. He is the president of the Napa, the board of directors of the Napa Valley Vintners Association. He's joining us now. Well, why don't you give us a little take of what's led us here? It's been um, a long time in the planning, and here we are. It's the Great American Classic, and give us a little lowdown from the Vintner's perspective. You know, uh, from Napa Vintner's, this is the one event that over 80% of the membership uh, participates in, so we have over 380 members uh, participating in some form, and so it's uh, the main event that brings all the Vintner's together, you know, for, for good common cause. It's like, like what we just heard. So uh, it brings everyone together, and it's really a true, true celebration. And to me, I think it makes Napa Valley special in terms of all the other wine-growing regions in the world. Yeah, absolutely. There are, I mean, there are some other big wine events that happen here and there. And this morning, our host for the day, John Charles uh, Boisset, was here. And, of course, he is from France. He was talking about the Hospice de Rhone. And he said, <laughs> there, is. And there is. There is. I'm just come in here for a second because you were, you were saying this morning, I was hoping you'd pop your head in here. You were saying that the Hospice de Rhone has been going on 150 years, however long, but they've got nothing on this event. Well, which is amazing is, you know, the energy of America, first of all, is unbelievable and unmatchable around the world. And number two, 
the dynamism and the magnetism mm -hmm. of Napa Valley is so great that this is really becoming one of the most uh, phenomenal auction in the world. So, yes, the Ospice is great. Uh -huh. It was way back, and it's still happening in Burgundy, but I think Napa Valley has a dimension which is second to none. Okay, so now I've got to ask, you've got the international perspective. Do people really talk about this event, you know, outside of our little bubble of Napa Valley? Well, which is great is the quality, first of all, of the wine, which mm -hmm. is always the epicenter, has kept going up over the last 150 years. I mean, since Mr. Krug in 1861 planted his first cab, Remember coming from Buena Vista Winery? Right, of course. Account. <laughs> Let's remember the source. Sure. Um, plug in. You know, Napa Valley has always grown to become quality-wise a fantastic image, as you know, of course, and you make fantastic wines. So quality is first. Number two, Napa and the dynamics of it is so great that the world is watching. So not only thanks to you and everybody promoting it, you've brought people into Napa Valley, but Napa Valley as well is going outside of just purely the United States. And mm -hmm. people are watching in Africa, mm. in Europe, in Asia today, India. in wow. India. And it's becoming a huge international event. And you've been a huge proponent of it. And I try. I love the event. And I basically because of what it does for the community. Yeah. You know, I, I, if you're going to so, be in the community, be in the community. I yeah, and, and it's it. a great example. And it's a privilege. Uh, what I would say, you know, everybody's telling me, are, are you excited? I feel privileged because there's many people who'd love to be able to give back and who cannot for all kinds of reasons. Mm -hmm. And we need to think about the people we're going to give to yep. and at the same time the people who would love to be able to give back who cannot and who will eventually be able to do so. Mm -hmm. So we are all of us in a golden seat to be able to say we're lucky to live here, privileged to do what we do, and very honored to have been blessed to be able to do what we're doing today. Well, well said, well said. And you are our host today here at Raymond, being the owner of this beautiful estate. Thank you. So each year, this Friday event um, cycles to a different spot, and uh, today it's at your place. So what, are you, what have you done? You know, I've had a chance to look around, but I want to hear your take well, on what you've done to put your stamp, which is quite a stamp, well, on this been, event. You've been fantastic not only to come since we started, mm -hmm. and you've um, witnessed all the evolution, which has been great. Is the energy of everyone really helping us to make the space even better than it is. You know, we are in the, the epicenter of Napa Valley. Rutherford is a great place. So mm -hmm. we're between the mountains. This is really the the uh, the apex or, or the vortex where the energy... Oh, no, go ahead and say it. What, where are we? What do you call it? <laughs> well, I would say we are the cleavage yes. of the valley. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Wow. That's and, what I was waiting for. <laughs> and, um, and very fortunately, everyone from the vintners to the volunteers to the chefs and, and naturally to the, to the vintners themselves have made our place a better place. And what was great is, you know, we're here to continue the legacy of what the Raymond has started. I mean, behind Mr. Cakebread here is we have Mr. Raymond right yeah, there's, here. There's a beautiful portrait of uh, the founder. Or the, That's right. Yeah, the founder of uh, you know, Mr. Raymond. And he's, uh, he's looking at us like kind of with this look <laughs> on his face like, I told you so. Like he knew all along. He's been here so long, and he knew it would get to this point. He's holding up a glass of wine. I could just... I can feel him right here. Yeah. And, He's proud. And, you know, they were at Behringer for many generations, mm -hmm. bought this amazing estate in 69, mm. created what we have today. So we're lucky and fortunate to continue and hopefully to add our prints. And, and you know, let's put things in perspective. In 50 to 100 years, none of us, or maybe 100 years, none of us will be here. 
and it will continue. The key in any generations is to continue to build up and to continue to create a phenomenal place. Maybe to be remembered, it doesn't matter what remains of the wineries themselves and the great fabric that we're creating under us. Yeah. So that's the key. Start the legacy of the, the community giving and coming together to put on such a wonderful event. Now, this is its 33rd year. And, Bruce, have you been here since the very beginning? Have you been, have you been involved since the beginning? I know the yeah, family's been making yeah, wine. The, the family's uh, participating in each uh, auction, so we're very proud of that. And we're uh, fortunate to chair the 2006 auction. Or the 26th auction, sorry. The 26th, and here yeah. you are again. So yeah. everyone liked what you did. That's good. Yeah, so that's so what have you seen? What what prompted the first one to be held, you know, in the first place? How, well, how'd you all get together to do it? And then how have you seen it evolve to where well, it is today? You know, so in the early days, everyone's moving uh, tables around, plants around, and it's very, very hands-on uh, in terms of what we're doing uh, and uh, really to... Help promote Napa Valley, mm -hmm. and also with a good cause. And so, is that gen that kind of generation of pioneers and founders who helped get this started? And so, it's great to see where it's come today. And it's great to see this generation of winemakers move it on to the, to the next level, and then, then um, build it, continue uh, to have over 110 million dollars raised. That's true. In the 33-year history, over $110 million have been raised by this event yeah. to go straight back to the community. And now, that first year was 1981. I was a little too young to attend. You know, I was here in the Valley. But do you recall what the what totals were? You know, I first? don't remember the totals. The, the thing I remember about 1981 is that's the year I got married. And so oh, yeah. uh, that's always a, a, a memorable year for me. I was speaking with... Yeah, here. Oh, our host is going to do hosting duties. Thank you for joining us, uh, John Charles. Okay. Congratulations for your amazing show. We love it. Oh, well, thank and you, your, sir. your beautiful wife just appeared, and I'm delighted to see her as dazzling as always. She's a vision, is she not? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was speaking with. Um, and now, now I'm kind of. Yeah. Where was <laughs> I? Mustard. <laughs> Starting um, to beads of sweat yeah. go across. I'm uh, off in a whole dreamy state right now. Uh, I was speaking with Sherry Staglin, one of the co-chairs of this year's auction, and she remembers being at the second, so it must have been 1982. And I think she said the top bid, it was that year, the, uh, the following year, was for a Diamond Creek lot, and the top bid was $40,000, and nobody could believe All right, that yeah. that kind of money was spent uh, for a wine and wine experience. And these days, I mean, that's kind of a opening bid, sometimes a low opening bid, our tasting, and it goes up from there. Yeah, our tasting group back in the day, we bid on a uh, dinner uh, hosted by Donald Hess with a tour through his art collection and with a dinner followed, and so we picked that up for $6,500 between 10 of us, and so we oh, thought huh. that was uh, a really, actually, it was a memorable time with Donald Hess and uh, just a, a great experience, and so things have changed over time, yeah. but still the experience to be able to interact with the, the vintners and for us it's for our tasting group that's kind of one of the key things that we remember and so is 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 a really a fun event it's it's always a good time and folks who come from out of town to attend you know you get to meet the vintners it's a wonderful experience for us as vintners to meet the people who are enjoying our wine to see them coming to support our community so i certainly recommend if you can come attend do so if you can't i want to give the website once again because the e-auction is live right now and that's at auctionnapavalley.org. Click on the e-auction. There's over 170 different items you can look at, and there's trips, there's dinners, there's, of course, wine, there's 
all sorts of experiences, and you can look through that bid as long as you have a computer and a credit card. You're in. If you're particularly interested in bidding on some of the live lots tomorrow and you're not here, well, guess what? You can do that, too. There is a form that you can download and get back to the Napa Valley Vintners. I guess qualifies you as a as a absentee bidder. I don't know what you call it, but they will bid. They'll proxy bid for you any of the lots tomorrow. You can also bid on any of the barrel lots that are happening. Of course, you're not here to taste them, which is a shame. But you know the wine's going to be good. So if there's somebody you like, get in a bid on a, a case of wine out of the barrel. And you can also buy a raffle ticket. Ah, one only one thousand dollars per ticket. But there's only going to be five hundred tickets sold. Only five hundred tickets so, sold. That is for the Audi R8. Is that the right that number? Is a I'm not gorgeous okay. Car. What do I know about cars? The Audi R8 Spider. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. They're and only selling five hundred tickets. If you don't tickets. like the co orange color, you can get any color you want if Ooh. you're the winner. Oh, is that right? Yeah, there it, it is. can be. It can be swapped out. The color. Can, the they'll color take it down to Earl Scheib and yeah, they'll paint it up for you. <laughs> candy red. Earl <laughs> Okay. <laughs> So that's fantastic. So you don't have to be here as much as we want you here. And actually, we are sold out quick as it's ever been sold out. So we're at capacity. And we hope you'll come next year. But you can still get in on the action from the comfort of your own home at your computer at auctionnapavalley.org. Awesome. Great. Well, I think what we'll do is take a short break. And uh, we hope to talk to some of the beneficiaries coming up on the show, find out uh, how this money helps their uh, their organizations, so we will do that. And we've got Congressman Mike Thompson standing by, so he's awesome. going to come and speak about his involvement as well. Yep. Thank you. We'll be back in just a moment. We are We're back. back. Hey, <laughs> just like that. The party goes on. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we are back live from Raymond Vineyards. This is the uh, barrel auction portion of the auction Napa Valley weekend, or week, I guess it is. I'm Larry Sharp. I'm here with Judd Finkelstein. Judd, uh, you're doing a fantastic job of interviewing these people, so I'm just going <laughs> to well, get out of the way. <laughs> well, Larry, Larry, I wouldn't be here without you, so please pipe in. And we're honored to have sitting down with us now Congressman Mike Thompson, who has now represented our wine valley and wine industry for how many years has it been? Oh, this is my 15th year in Congress, Judd. Wow. So as long as I've been alive, you've been... Uh... Eight, year, eight years before that in the state Senate. That's right. So I've been uh, pretty in involved in our area and um, know how important it is having been born here and I grew up here and I still live here and big proponent of the wine industry and and this this wine auction it's phenomenal uh, what everybody in this valley comes together uh, to do uh, to make certain that not only is the wine community showcased but the money that's raised for some of the best organizations in the world is as people's lives are changed because of the generosity of the vintners, the wine community, and the people in the Napa Valley. Yeah, well, there's no doubt about that. And I really do think it's something that um, this is your community. I mean, there are some congressional districts that are vast, and this is a pretty big one, too. But you are from right here in St. Helena. Raised here, St. Helena High. We're, you know, we're I both am, alums of the same high school. And, yeah. and I heard you talking earlier about this portrait yeah. of Roy Raymond yeah, on isn't the that wall. Great? And the thing that I thought about, uh, not only is he looking over um, and casting a, a, a look of uh, appreciation and satisfaction mm -hmm. as to what's happened with the uh, the vineyard and the winery that uh, he started, uh, but you know he goes back a long way. You know he was married to a Beringer girl, yeah, and uh, right. he ran Beringer's winery and the whole vineyard operation, the winemaking for decades. And uh, it's interesting because the other thing that Roy did was constantly volunteered in the community. 
He coached baseball. He was the announcer uh, right, at right. the baseball games and the football games. And he was very, very involved uh, in the community. Uh, and, and we've changed a lot uh, since, uh, since Roy was running the operation at Behringer and since he started this winery. But one thing's remained constant, yeah. and that's the uh, community devotion and dedication and generosity. It just shows, I mean, it kind of sums up, I think, the, the overall attitude of the wine industry here. And, and I was speaking um, earlier with some folks about how I got away from it for a long time, and I got my degree in television production, went and worked in Hollywood, and, you know, that gave me a whole new appreciation for the wine industry and how much I just love it and the, the grounded nature of the people and how, how even though, I guess, technically we are competitors with one another, it has never felt that way. People are compatriots in something oh, yeah. and sympathetic. I told someone the other day other. that unlike, it's unlike any other business or any other industry. Uh, if any one vintner or any one grower found the proverbial silver bullet today, everybody else would know about it tomorrow. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. it, it is, it's such a collaborative uh, effort on, on everybody's part. And, and I'm glad you came back. And I, I, know, <laughs> I know you're, you're I, know, I know, I remember how proud your mom and dad were when uh, when that uh, decision was made. And, uh, yeah, they, they, I think, yeah, it was nice. I, I, I did get out of the movie business and then started working in L.A. selling wine and realized, hey, if I'm going to be selling wine, I better just get back to the family business and do it. And I'm a horrible salesman. I mean, I don't think it was a good good stroke of luck for them that I was selling wine because I was pretty ineffective at it, but, but it was nice to be back in the business. Now, you're obviously now is that is that true or yeah are you it's just very take, true. I'm are you terrible. just taking a page out of your dad's book when he figured out how to not have to work the front desk in the winery? <laughs> That's a story that you know and I cannot repeat on I the know. radio because <laughs> um, it involves some saucy language about yeah my father he was kind of a sensitive the artist type the winemaker and somebody. Yeah mentioned something about the wine they didn't like and he said in very when no uncertain terms whatsoever where specific. that person could go uh, and do to themselves uh, he got fired he got fired from his own the tasting of the, of the winery he owned and it, he couldn't have been happier about it um, so thank you for recalling that story. Great story now you obviously being a congressman a very busy guy you're all over but you're here every single year i don't think you ever miss a wine auction what brings you back every year well for all all the reasons that i mentioned earlier this is the uh community the wine community and the the bigger napa valley community uh coming get together uh and doing great things that end up supporting some fantastic programs that actually change the lives of people and you know that's what it's all about. You can see it throughout uh, the wine community. It, it's it's the relationships. It's the it's the people. Uh, the, everybody from the winery owner to the person budding the vines and picking the grapes. Uh, you can see it downtown. People coming together. Uh, we're we're very very fortunate and very blessed to live in a community such as this. And it's about personal relationships. And it's about personal contributions. And those who are uh, less fortunate, uh, they their people. People too, and they deserve uh, all the benefit of whatever we can do together, and the uh, the health care and education, and, yes. and so many programs benefit from this, and and it just opens doors uh, to, uh, to opportunity to many many people, and that makes the world a better place in which to live. I couldn't agree more. I don't think there's one person in this community that this this event does not impact in some way through the through the giving and the the beneficiaries. Who we're going to meet some in a little bit. Oh, you that, can see it in the volunteers. You know, well, sure. I, I don't know how many volunteers. There must there's be about thousands. 500. There's about 500 volunteers. 500. And there are community people that, that know how great it is and know how important it is. And, and I suspect uh, there's probably people who would like to volunteer. There's just no more room for them. 
It's true. It's true. They had to cut it off. And you are one. I mean, you're sitting here in front of me wearing the volunteer apron and the pin. And <laughs> and I thank you as a member of the community for volunteering to no, make this a great event. It's a pleasure. Now, I'm just curious, growing since you grew up here in St. Helena, uh, were you involved in the wine industry growing up? Or what, what did you do growing up? Well, uh, I, I, listen, I've got to run for election, so okay. I can't tell you everything <laughs> I did growing up. You can skip over a few points if you okay, want. Okay, we'll leave some holes in that room. This resume. isn't Nightline. You know. <laughs> what? Well, you know, um, I, I do have a little uh, wine community uh, in my background. My, yeah. my father's uh, parents owned a, um, a vineyard right here in St. Helena, mm-hmm. and it's now it's owned by my best friend and his family, Bill Bartolucci, oh, okay. and up on Dean York Lane, and sure. uh, grows some right here uh, in town. incredibly important uh, Cabernet. And um, my mother was the uh, bookkeeper for Wilcox Tractor, and that was uh, where, where Napa <laughs> Olive Oil used to be. I don't know what they're doing there, there now, but uh, that was the tractor company in town forever if you needed a tractor or an implement for your uh, for your vineyard and she was also the bookkeeper uh, for BV winery for years and for um, Honig Winery for a, sh- a short time. I think it was their last place before she retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for Michael Gergich. Oh, and wow. uh, as a matter of fact, I saw Michael at the Magnum party the other night, and the first thing he asked, the first thing he reminded me was that my mother was his first employee when <laughs> oh, he opened the, the winery. Number one. Wow. Yeah. How about that? That's a place in history. <laughs> That's very cool. Well, we certainly appreciate being here, and I hope for many, many years you'll come back and be a part of it because it's, it's an honor to have you. Oh, count me in. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to meet um, some of the beneficiaries now that are, are getting some of the money and then doing the good work that the auction giving allows them. Do we need to oh. take a quick break or should we just run sure, right into Sure, sure. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll right. be back in just a moment with uh, more from Auction Napa Valley. All right, we are back live from the uh, barrel auction uh, day at Auction Napa Valley, and we're at Raymond Vineyards broadcasting live. Larry Sharp here with Judd Finkelstein, who does his show on Tuesdays at 9 o'clock from our lovely radio station, 1440 KVON. And now we're going to talk to some people who actually benefit from all these millions of dollars that are raised. Yeah, it's it's one thing just to have the the big event and raise lots of money and have a lot of fun, but the the main point, I mean, it wouldn't happen unless these guys here were out doing the work that's really improving our community. So let's meet them right now. Uh, being joined by Mark Bontrager right now from Aldea Children and Family Services. Mark Reisman from, um, why am I blanking on where you're from, Mark? Wolf Center, <laughs> Wolf Center of course. <laughs> Sorry, that's live radio and you've had a little wine and been out in the sun. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> Ryan Cooney from Summer Search. So I'm glad you guys are here. It's a little tough to maybe have you all talk at once. So maybe we'll go around and uh, hear from each one of you. So, uh, Mark Montragum, tell us a little bit about Aldea. Great. Uh, Aldea Children and Family Services has been around for over 40 years. Uh, we are the largest private mental health and child welfare provider in Napa County, and we also provide services in neighboring Solano County. We have a staff of over 150 devoted and dedicated professionals, and uh, we, uh, through the wine auction, were able to, uh, to serve a lot of folks who would otherwise go untreated. And it's also enabled us to provide some innovative uh, approaches as well as it relates to mental health. And well, and such as, like, who, who comes to you? Are people, do they, do they come to you of their own will? Are they sent to you? Who, who do you see and who are you helping? And, and in what ways can you help them specifically, I guess, is what I'm yeah, most saying. Folks. I know you do a great job, and, and it's, a, it's basically a who's who of Napa celebrities who I know come to your events. It's a, it's a wonderful organization. But I want to get kind of down into the nitty-gritty sure. who exactly you're helping out. 
Uh, typically, uh, folks come willingly. Yeah. Uh, no one's handcuffed when they uh, come good. to uh, come to us for services. Generally speaking, it is uh, we we serve primarily children and their families, mm -hmm. and a lot of them are either have no income or they're on some sort of subsidized health insurance plan, and they will come see us uh, if they're in need for mental health services. Our a child may be placed in foster care. We have a foster care program. We have an adoption program and a group home program. And all those folks uh, we serve in, in different venues out in the community. And most recently, through the auction, we've been able to uh, really move upstream when it comes to mental health. You know, too often people wait too long to get treatment, particularly around mental health. And through auction funds, we've been able to really go to where they're at. And so we've co-located uh, more than more than two dozen therapists in uh, about 30 schools throughout Napa County, and which really has made a big impact because a lot of these uh, kids would otherwise go untreated. And so it, when they're captive in school, we're able to have a clinician there where they can get treatment right there. Uh, not only that, we've also been able to do uh, something really innovative, I think, and that was last year through uh, funding from the auction, and that is mental health first aid training which is a 12-hour training where we can train the general public because, you know, a lot of folks need to be more aware of uh, people in crisis. Yeah. And mental health first aid is really similar to what CPR is to someone who's in a cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. Mental health first aid really gives folks the tools to recognize when someone's uh, having an emotional crisis, how to provide some low-level intervention and referral. So we've trained teachers, uh, police officers, firefighters, and other first responders. And now this fall, our intention is to start training high school students because a lot of young people, their first source of support is their peers, their sure. friends. So is this a form of like a peer counseling program? or? A little bit. It's really to raise the awareness how to first detect if someone's struggling with an emotional issue, how to provide some low-level intervention, some peer counseling, and then if that's not sufficient and the problems are bigger than that, where to refer. So that's what we're doing, and we're also hoping to uh, to start a, a new early detection program as well through uh, this year's funds. And these programs are made possible by the funding that you get from this auction. Is that correct? That's the only way they're possible. Uh, we've, we've been uh, tremendously thankful for, uh, for all the support that the auction has, has provided us, not just as beneficiaries, but I really want to give voice to the ultimate recipients, you know. Mm -hmm. sure. yeah, they, they, they're not here today, but, you know, it's really those, that, that child and their families that, that are the ultimate recipients of the services, and they're the ones that, that do thank, thank the, uh, the vintners and everything that's happening this weekend. Great. Would you like to um, maybe give a website? Because I think probably on all websites from all you guys, is there a donate button in case somebody wants to find out more? And <laughs> if they're so moved, they can uh, give a little something? Sure. Uh, it's www.aldeainc.org, A-L-D as in dog, E-A-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Thank you, Mark von Traeger from Thank Aldea you. Children and Family Services. We're going to head over now to Mark Reisman of the Wolf Center and have you tell us a little bit about what you do there. I first want to thank Mark because having heard the questions beforehand, it's, it's given me a chance to sit back and think how I'm going to answer them. Okay, well, do I need to ask or do you want to just go? No, in? you go right ahead. And, you go right ahead and ask. Okay, would you mind telling us a little bit about Wolf Center? Yes. Well, okay. Wolf Center is the only um, nonprofit agency in Napa County serving kids between 12 and 18 with substance abuse problems. Mm. Our primary focus is recovery and substance abuse. Although, as Mark said. Treating people is a holistic endeavor. So when our kids come to us, 
we work with their families, we work with the kids, we work with other agencies who are involved with them to try to find a holistic treatment plan that will help them go through the, the program. Now, Wolf Center is an evidence-based program, and basically what that means is we use research-based um, interventions to help the kids. So it's, it's not like the old days where you come in and just people say to you, and they're nice to you, if you feel better, you'll do better. Mm -hmm. It really is the, the nation is dealing with, and all over the world, dealing with how do we make substance abuse treatment more of a science and less of a subjective work. Now, having said that, the highly skilled staff we work with have to take that scientifically based treatment modality and mold it into something that is acceptable and kid friendly. We also do prevention work um, we are in a number of middle schools and high schools throughout the valley and provide services to kids who have not yet reached the point where um, they would be potentially diagnosed as having a substance abuse problem. We also help kids whose parents are using and they're not using themselves. So offer them strategies for how to be at home, how to deal with the, the stressors in the home uh, where they see their parents using drugs or alcohol. Um, the school project we do is called Project Success. And again, that's a national model of bringing prevention services to a school-based environment where we not only provide the information for the kids, we do school-wide activities like smoking day and alcohol abuse day. And every month there's a school-wide activity. And as I said, we're in, we're in from middle schools to the high schools, from Calistoga to American Canyon, providing, providing services. And then at the Wolf Center proper, um, we provide the more intense treatment for kids who are at the point of needing recovery services mm -hmm. and understanding the addictive process they're in and the problems they have in their life so they can move forward. And I kind of have the same question. How do the kids get to you? Do they recognize in themselves that they're having issues and come to you? Are they referred? Are they brought in by peers, parents, teachers? How, how do you, how do you it's really a very kids? good question, and it goes to the core of how anyone, a child or an adult, gets into treatment. We get referrals from the schools. We get referrals from families. We get re referrals from private providers. Mm -hmm. We get referrals from the county through the juvenile probation department. So if a kid has problems in Napa County with substance abuse, whether it's recognized in their family home or it's recognized in an institution that they're involved in, high school, middle school, criminal justice, we get referrals from them. We also get walk-ins. People walk in and say, I've got a problem, what can I do? We get emails from people. I've been having problems in school, can I talk to you? Oh, that's great. They can so throughout that. the county, any source you can think of, when someone gets the recognition that they have a problem, they get referred to us. How have the funds from the auction changed the way you operate over the years? I think that's a wonderful question, and I think Mark before me did did a good job of answering that question. These days, people can recognize that running a large nonprofit where you're serving people who don't have a lot of money is a is a challenging task for any agency. And the the auction money has allowed us to expand our staff, has allowed us to be involved in more venues than we would before. Mm -hmm. It's allowed us to provide more services to more kids that we couldn't do if we didn't have the therapists and the counselors and the infrastructure to do it. So it's an invaluable contribution to the work we do. And by association, as you said in, in your setup, um, to our community as, as a whole, I, I can't thank you guys enough for what you do. The generosity is like overwhelming. Sometimes you get tied up in the day-to-day -day work and you can't see the forest for the trees. <laughs> and then you recognize there are 
there's a whole community out there who want to see kids do better. In my case, it's it's dealing with kids yeah. and families, and and so it's very reinforcing. Then you come in and you know you're not just dealing with the person in front of you, and of course that's your primary task. You're helping to make the community a better place, and um, so I can't thank you guys enough. It 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 is vitally important, and we appreciate it tremendously. Well, thank yeah. So, we're thank both you. Larry and I are both going to say, well, thank you for yeah. doing that because that's really what's making the community a healthier place. Would you like to give out the website? The website for Wolf Center is Wolf Center with an E, W O L F E Center, one word, dot org, www.wolfcenter.org. And we do happen to have a press the button if you want to dotate, donate piece to it. And so, um, again, I, not only the wine auction, but people stepping up. And donating to these services is um, is what helps us stay in business. And every kid is important, so we really yeah, appreciate isn't that. It. The truth, that is the truth. Well, I, I hope that folks will go to wolfcenter. Uh, dot com. Dot, yes. Dot, com. dot org. Dot org. Dot org. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Dot org. Wolfcenter. Dot org. Learn about what they're doing a little more in depth, and uh, maybe press that donate button. And also, right here, I'm going to share the mic. Hand this over here is Ryan Cooney from Summer Search. Tell us a little bit about Summer Search. Yeah, thanks. Hey, no problem. Uh, thanks so much for having us um, and this opportunity to talk about our programs today. Summer Search is a leadership and character development program uh, for low-income high school kids. We're a national program. Our office is here, serving the North Bay. Obviously, here we're talking about Napa County. Um, we partner with teachers in all of our partnering schools, all six here in, in the Napa Valley, um, who nominate these kids. Uh, they look for special characteristics, resilience, grit, altruism, work ethic. We're not looking for the 4.0 student. We're looking for a student that maybe has that quiet spark that's often unrecognized, that maybe with a little support and access to opportunity, it could take that student to the next level. Uh, we surround these kids with a, with a unique combination of relationships and opportunities, experiences, um, a mentor they talk to on the phone once a week. It's a place to be heard, a place to develop their voice. We provide them two scholarships to life-changing summer experiential programs all over the world, wilderness trips, academic programs on college campuses, and community service trips abroad, really helping the students see beyond what they see every day and really expanding the, the vision of their own vision of the world, but of themselves more importantly. Uh, we help them get into college, and we help them beyond college, too, uh, by providing internship opportunities, career exploration, partnering uh, with a career coach, someone from the community, kind of expose them to things that they wouldn't be exposed to otherwise. And our basic premise is really helping these young people understand that income does not equal outcome. Understand that, hey, if you're from a certain background, that doesn't mean that you're destined for a certain future. If you believe in yourself and you take a certain path, you can do anything you want. Um, I think I've been at Summer Search for eight years, and the favorite part of, my, of the program for me is the altruism that's built in these kids. There's a service element to our program that, in exchange for their summer scholarship, they come back and do 24 hours of community service for the year. Nice. Um, and it's the giving back. It's the, the circle of these kids realizing what they've been invested in. Now they want to invest in their family and the community and those around them. So it's kind of the, the power and magic of Summer Search that I've seen over the last eight years. How did this get started? It was, uh, it was founded in 1990 by um, our founder, Linda Mornell, who saw the value of these summer programs in her own kids. They grew up in an isolated community in West Marin, so she sent them on these trips, wilderness leadership trips, academic programs, um, to help them just be exposed to different things in their isolated community. She saw the value of this on them, the growth, um, the determination and drive that they came back with. 
And one day she was waiting outside to pick her son up from the private school he attended in San Francisco, and she saw a young African-American boy waiting for the bus who attended the same school on a scholarship. Mm -hmm. He was from Hunter's Point and lived in the projects there. And she was sitting in her car waiting for her son and said, I wonder what it would be like for that young man to just have the same experience my son did in the mm -hmm. wilderness for three weeks, learning leadership and technical mm -hmm. skills. And it started with the dream. And that summer, she sent seven kids on summer programs all over the world. And now we, we work with over 2,000 kids across the country in our seven sites. And it's become a movement now. And uh, it's it's really fun to see an organization starts from that size to now something that it is now. And tell me again, how do, how do the kids get to you? I mean, how do you find them? Or do they come to you? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah, they're nominated by the school. So oh, okay. I, okay. special thank you to all of our referring partners in the schools. If we didn't have them, we wouldn't have a program. So it's a unique opportunity for a kid to be recognized and nominated for summer shirts. Not all of them will qualify. Not all of them will choose to do it, and that's okay. But there's something powerful for a kid, especially maybe a quiet student with that quiet spark, to be recognized. Hey, somebody notices in the school that I'm doing good or that maybe I have some potential. Whether they go to summer search or not, we're hoping that they walk away from that recognition um, and maybe can put it, put it forward in their life somehow. Mm -hmm. But they're nominated, we present, we interview, and that, that's how we find our classes every year. And this year in Napa County, because of the support of events like this and the significant investment the wine auction makes in our programs, we selected the most sophomores in Napa County we ever have, and that was 20. Um, and this year we're serving 66 students. That includes the students in their first years of college, which we provide services to them as well. Okay. How can people help if they want to? Yeah, you know, we're grateful. We depend a lot on our board. We have four uh, board members uh, helping our office that are here from Napa County, many of which are active in the community. Um, you can visit our website. It's simply www.summersearch.org, one okay. word. Okay. Um, it's a really fun way to hear some student stories, student voices, and also, obviously, there's a way to get engaged as a, as a donor as well. And unique thing about our program is that every dollar outside of our board goes directly to students. Our board covers our operating costs of our local site. So if it's a dollar, it's going to help maybe buy a pair of boots for a kid on their wilderness trip or buy their plane ticket for that trip or pay for them to have a year of college advising. So it's a really neat way to invest in a, in a group of kids that are going to make a big difference in, in the world down the road. Fabulous. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate what you do. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. And so I hope that by hearing uh, from these three folks about their organizations that anybody who might be listening that in the past has grumbled about the extra traffic during auction weekend <laughs> and having the parties going on that you might not be going to, hey, I'm, I'm not going either. I do get to come today and tomorrow, which is nice. But, uh, but still, I hope that the grumbling will subside and you can really see the positive, amazing, wonderful philanthropy and impact that is happening through the giving of the funds that are raised here during auction, really making our community a healthier a better, I'll say it, better place. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. We have more guests. We do. Yes. We do. They're, <laughs> they've guys. come in. They've, they've come in. How's it, how's it out there? Getting too wild? You want to join us here in the, the cool of the saddle room here at Raymond? It's a lot hotter outside than it is in this lovely air-conditioned uh, <laughs> room inside of Raymond, that's for sure. Yeah, so this is Rex Stoltz from the Napa Valley Vintners Association. And, Rex, tell us what your involvement is because you have an important role here. Yeah, it changes every year. Uh, over the years, and you and I have interacted for many years on this, it's, it's creating pride, so Vintner pride and reminding yeah. our members that uh, 
you know, this is uh, not really a beauty contest. This is about <laughs> doing great things for our community. Uh, it's about community pride and things that we're doing right here, right now. To, to, you know, just kind of getting uh, our community jazzed about the auction and the great uh, things it does for all the residents here in Napa Valley. And um, so we're just kind of trying to work all the different angles and communicate to, to all different audiences the importance of uh, auction giving. And then with my government relations director hat on, I get to interact with a lot of people like Congressman Thompson, who was on a few minutes ago, yeah. and uh, the various mayors in the, in the Napa Valley, uh, planning commissioners, et cetera, et cetera, who many of whom are out there volunteering their time as well, welcoming the guests, handing out glasses, and, and they know all, all, uh, certainly all the great things that, uh, that the, the funding and the giving from Auction Napa Valley does for the community which is what it's all about. And Shannon Staglin is sitting here as well, one of the co-chairs of this year's Auction Napa Valley. Hello. And from the get-go, hello. <laughs> Thank from you for the, having me. You're welcome. From the get-go, you and your family have said that you want the focus to be 90% on the beneficiaries this year. I mean, there's always a great focus on it, but you really, really wanted to amp it up, which I think is commendable. It's not, as you said, uh, Rex just said, it's not just a beauty contest for the vintners to show their wines and whatnot. It's really about the community. So yeah. tell us how you've been going about yeah, that this year. So we, every year, a different Vintner family gets to chair the event, and we get to put our own stamp on it. So for us, we came up with this, the theme of Marvels to Miracles. And so the Marvels are the amazing parties, great events, uh, you know, money can't buy experience auction lots, barrel lots, e-auction lots um, that all of our guests get to partake in. And the Miracles are the monies that are raised and the lives that we're changing here in the community as a result. And so we have all of our beneficiaries here today at Raymond, and um, each of the live auction lots has an association with uh, their, uh, their favorite beneficiary, so to speak and uh, can help educate uh, all of our guests about the good uh, that is happening in the community. So as people are perusing the displays of the live auction lots, which will go on for bid um, tomorrow, they can also meet some of the uh, directors of the organizations Absolutely. and find out a little bit about where the money ultimately goes. Absolutely. Great and if, idea. If they like to play bocce ball, they can play bocce with the beneficiaries today yeah. and learn more <laughs> about the foundations that way. How very Napa Valley. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, we really just wanted to connect our audience and our guests here that come into the come into our community and leave a lot of money behind. And uh, we want to promote that irrational generosity. So how do we connect them emotionally with these beneficiaries, with the people that are really, you know, their lives are changing as a result of the money that we raise here at Auction Apple valley irrational generosity i like saying that irrational generosity <laughs> and i think that the 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 good times you show folks here in the hospitality and featuring the importance of where the money ultimately ends up uh, generates that and you can see that in the bids in years past and hopefully this year too absolutely and you know it, it might be hot out there but i have heard lots of people saying how amazing it is this year they're having a great time they love this area here at raymond so thank you to jean charles for you know providing this this beautiful location for us to host the friday event yeah he popped his head in here a few moments ago and talked a little bit about it he's certainly having a good time yes uh something you've done that i don't recall seeing before maybe it's been there but um i think is very effective is you've made up signage that says, okay, a bid of whatever it is, $1,000 or $10,000 actually equals this many uh, baby healthy checkups or yep, healthy baby absolutely. checkups or equals 
peer counseling, mm -hmm. mentoring. Yeah, it's you know, incredible. we really wanted to create a tangible connection for the bidders so they understand, you know, if they're bidding $5,000 on a case uh, from the barrel auction, how many iPads that can buy for the tech school. Or, um, you know, if they bid $100,000 on an auction lot, how many children that can ensure, provide health care for. And uh, so it's, it's really about connecting the, the guests here with our community. Now, Shannon, you drove that Spider here today, didn't you? I, I did. I, I got to drive oh, yeah. the the Audi R8 Spider from. I was behind from you. Our property to here, and I was driving responsibly. You were absolutely. Yes. I, I, I was going to bust you. <laughs> <laughs> what, did the, what did the bumper sticker say? <laughs> uh, Wish it was mine. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's and I, right. <laughs> I, I seriously was driving behind this car, and I'm thinking, what kind of car is that? And then I got close enough to see it was an Audi, and then I saw you were driving. Yes. And I thought, wow. It, awesome. it, you know what? It's uh, it's very sporty, but also very comfortable. So yeah. I I felt like I fit right in the car. You, you look felt good right at home. <laughs> I think it's worth mentioning at this point because I have been out in the community the past few years. Rex, you've come with me before to talk to the community at large about Auction Napa Valley. And as I mentioned earlier, some people do grumble about this for whatever reasons. Everybody has their own reasons to complain. And uh, besides the traffic and whatnot, some people have it in their minds that, you know, all winery owners and vintners are these fabulously rich people who just kind of care about serving their own interests. And we, we've gotten that type of input before. And, and and I think that this shows a large percentage of successful bidders at auction are vintners themselves. And they are people from our own community giving right back. And this car was purchased by two of our vintners, Rick Jones and Chuck McMinn, and then donated right back wow. to the auction to, again to benefit the community. And on top of that, uh, Chuck and and Rick, I believe, have both purchased raffle tickets to try to get right? the car back that they <laughs> yes. purchased and donated. So That's right. Uh, they know. bought the car, donated it, now they're buying yeah. these raffle tickets to uh, try to win it back. When I left to come in here, we'd sold, we're getting close to about 300 raffle tickets at $1,000 each. Uh, we're, nice. we're hoping to get up to 500 and um, so between uh, the rest of today and tomorrow, I think we're going to get there. And so that's a, 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 a big contribution um, that we really uh, have to thank um, Rick and, and Chuck for making happen. And you, know, you talk about irrational generosity. Some people walk up, how much? I want to buy a ticket. How much? Thousand bucks. Some people will ask too much. Other people say, I'll take five. I'll take ten. Wow. I'll take thirty. And <laughs> and so people are, you know, breaking out the credit card and and buying these raffle tickets, and and it all goes to the bottom line of the auction. So it's a great uh, new twist this year, that's for sure. And you don't even have to be here on site to do it. You can go to auctionnapavalley.org, as mentioned earlier. You can bid on any of the e auction lots. There's over 170. You can bid on the barrel auction. And you can actually buy the raffle tickets online and get in for that Audi amazing your, sporty little your car. Your odds are much, much better than the lottery. Oh, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah, you got that one in 500 or however many tickets yeah. you happen to buy you know, in 500. So. That's going to be pulled. It's a beautiful car. Wow. Stunning. Is there anything that you'd like to say? We're about to wrap up here uh, to Napa. Uh, you've got a, a big bullhorn here. <laughs> you know, we this auction uh, couldn't happen without the volunteers that that come flooding in for from our community. And so we every year the volunteer list fills up extremely fast, and and we essentially sell out on the volunteer list. Yeah. So, um, you know, this auction couldn't run without the help of the community. And so we're so appreciative for everybody that volunteers their time and gives back in any way that they can to this event. And um, you know, it, it only happens once a year. It's a huge deal and it's um it's a great party and it makes uh you know it creates miracles for this community 
And, you know, the money that's being raised here is is invested strategically into the community to really make a difference. And other foundations look to us for guidance and advice because, you know, we make sure that the money, the dollars that we're spending are coming back threefold in the changes that are happening or fourfold or whatever it is in the community. So it's all done very wisely to help make the greatest impact and the biggest differences possible. And Shannon, thank thank you and your your mom Absolutely. and dad and your brother. Yeah. I mean, you talk about giving. You guys have uh, given really like a year of your life to make this happen. This is about probably a, more, right? Probably <laughs> about a about, year and a half. Uh, it's about months. yeah, it's about fifteen to eighteen months yeah. to make one of these happen. Wow. And uh, so it starts the top. And you guys have really been terrific leaders, and uh, we're all grateful for that. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you, and thanks to the NVV staff who is amazing. I mean, they're the backbone of this whole event. So all right, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Judd, Larry, tomorrow yes. uh, we're going to be at the big soiree, soiree. Sure. <laughs> over at Meadowood in St. Yeah. Helena. Now, we're not going to do that show live. That's so, what I hear. Uh, we're, we're actually going to interview a lot of people, more beneficiaries yes, focus and on that. Uh, luminaries that may wander by. And, okay. then, and then this will play on your show on Tuesday. Is that the, Yeah, the that's time? right. The Judd's Napa Valley Show, which airs every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 Pacific Standard Time on 1440 AM KVON right here in Napa Valley. So Tuesday will be the broadcast from uh, Auction Napa Valley. It'll be fun for the people that we interview because they can listen to the show. That's right. They can then, you know, and they can download it from the iTunes Store exactly. via, well, via the Apple iTunes Store, Judd's Napa Valley Show, and it is a podcasted show as well. So go and subscribe. Keep up with what's what and who's who in Napa Valley. Well, Judd, I, I really appreciate what you do every Tuesday. Thank you, Larry. Thanks for I having me. I appreciate what you do with this event. And I just appreciate you. And I appreciate you. It's great to have it's a, a love fest. Well, it, well, it kind of is. I appreciate having a, a functioning, vital radio outlet here to serve our local community. So thanks for keeping it going. All right. That's it. Uh, we're live uh, out at Raymond Vineyards, and uh, the auction Napa Valley will continue tomorrow with the uh, the big live auction. Today, the barrel auction, I guess it's going till well, right now. Is it ended too? Oh, it goes till four. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That's it. Larry Sharp and Judd Finkelstein on 1440 KVON. Thanks for digging another Judd's Napa Valley Show with Vintner Judd Finkelstein.